0: The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.
1: Want to talk about tech as we continue to follow up with that? Yesterday afternoon on this show on the text line at 780 496 a couple of people texted in and said, Hey, Jay, you know, we're talking about Canada and the impact of that tech decision um, to, to not go ahead with that mine just north of, of Fort McMurray, talking about its impact on, on Canada, talking about its impact on Alberta. But what about its impact on Fort McMurray? So you know what? We decided today to dial up the mayor of the Regional Municipality of Wood Buffalo, Mayor Don Scott, who has had a number of things to say after Tech Resources announced again it was Sunday night that it was ending its bid to build that oil sands mine just days before the Federal Cabinet was expected to make a decision on that project. That, that decision was supposed to be made Thursday or Friday of this week. But no, they made that decision over the weekend. Mayor Don Scott joins us now. Welcome to the show.
0: Well, thanks for having me.
1: Okay, first off, uh, your reaction to the news about uh, Tech Frontier must have been a kick to the gut.
0: Yeah, and that, that's uh, basically the phrase I've been using. I've been saying a, a punch to the gut, but same idea. We are incredibly disappointed by the ultimate decision. Uh, you know, it just it just goes to show you that I think our system is broken in Canada and needs uh, needs some uh, tweaking and maybe even more than tweaking, some significant repair. You know, a, a company like Tech that goes through a ten year process uh, is going to produce a lot of jobs. Is, has made indigenous agreements across the board. Has made environmental commitments when they go through that entire process spending almost a billion dollars and in the end uh withdraw the application i think that's that's a pretty strong signal to uh canada that uh the system needs to be
1: revised so mayor Scott I mean there's been a lot of talk about that over the past 24 hours how does that system get revised today the Canadian Chamber of Commerce or yesterday actually put out something as well saying come on we have to do something about the the uh, the regulations um, and and today the president of the chamber saying it's going to be very difficult to do as long as we continue uh, to finger point at each other as long as we continue to raise our voices and seemingly not be willing to sit down and have a productive conversation on getting things done how do you see yeah, I, that we get this done
0: absolutely uh one of the things for sure is the timeline i mean there, there are new regulations in place now so if the application was started now it would obviously be significantly shorter but we're still not in my view competitive with other jurisdictions and that's the way we've got to think about it investment can go anywhere in the world right now and most Countries and uh, regions are clamoring for that kind of an investment, and we seem to be putting up roadblocks and barriers. Uh, timelines are just one element, but you know we need to make it easy to invest and really promote the oil sands as a place to invest. Albertans want to work. Uh, the people in my region are desperate desperately want to work and Canadians want to work. We all want to get the benefits, the economic benefits, you know, uh, especially when we have a company like tech who made all those commitments, uh, had Indigenous agreements, had environmental commitments. You know, that's exactly the kind of investment that uh, every Canadian should be proud to have in their country.
1: You know what, uh, Mayor Scott, it's it's interesting. I, I think a lot of folks weren't even aware uh, of Tech Frontier until maybe six months ago, maybe even two months ago, maybe even only six weeks ago when it started to get talked about. The top- timeline for the federal government to to make that decision what what was it do you think that that resulted in tech frontier becoming um, polarizing that's the word that's being used uh, over the past few days what, what do you think caused that
0: you know we uh, we spent a week down in ottawa last week uh, several of my colleagues and I and we were loving for tech uh, you know we we encountered mm-hmm. A protester. We saw signs opposing tech. Uh, you know, it, in my view, it was a lack of information. People didn't understand that there were indigenous commitments across the board. They didn't understand the economic benefits, up to seventy billion dollars going to various levels of governments. That's what paid for doctors, nurses, teachers, all the services Canadians have come to expect. Uh, they didn't even, um, you know, r- realize about all the environmental commitments that tech had made. I, I think it's it's really. Uh, We didn't. The Governments do a poor job of communicating sometimes, and I think this is a great example of that. You know, if if a government is really going to push for a project and make sure that everybody has the best information, then this shouldn't have taken Canadians by surprise. They should have been well aware of it along the way. So, uh, you know, I I really think the federal government needs to take a long, hard look at how this process works. I was shocked when I was in ottawa and we were encountering resistance uh you know the ministers we met with were were fairly uh, receptive and uh, gave us a constructive hearing but it was described to me how uh, there were mps and other provinces uh, such as quebec who were not supportive of this project and i was uh, i was really disappointed because they don't realize how much of the oil sands benefits actually end up in Quebec and other provinces. So we need to do a better job of uh, telling our story to the rest of Canada.
1: I mean, we've been trying to tell our story to the rest of Canada now for a past number of years. How do we do do a better job of telling that story? I mean, you can can only do so many uh, PR campaigns. You can only put up so many ads. You can only put up so many uh, commercials. What do we do?
0: Yeah, you know, I, I think it's come to the point where... We've got a, a premier who's a, a great uh, champion for the oil sands, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of ideas being floated about. You know, I'm a, I'm a federalist. I really believe in a strong, united Canada. But there comes a point when everybody needs to take a hard look under what conditions, and uh, something needs to change. Uh, you know, it, Alberta's contribution to the Confederation really needs to be far more recognized and we need to feel like we're supported by the federal government too. but right now i think a lot of albertans aren't feeling that way
1: uh there's a there's a number of people that aren't feeling that way in this province that's for sure um mayor scott after that's you awesome. return from uh, ottawa you acknowledge it was in the newspaper article that i was reading that you, you acknowledge the possibility that frontier uh c- might never be built even with federal appro- approval we we looked at the uh, the money you know was kind of it was it was put out there based on what $95 100 195 dollars a barrel and we know where we're sitting even knowing that why is this so devastating
0: yeah even if it didn't proceed immediately it was still going to send a signal to the rest of the investment world that Canada's open for business. Alberta's open for business and the oil sands is something that Canadians believe in and want to promote. So it was that signal. Uh, I spoke to uh, some of the folks from tech this morning on uh-huh. the phone and they still believe in Alberta. They're still, uh, you know, fully committed to Alberta in the future, but uh, it's that signal to the rest of the world that I think that a lot of, a lot of us were looking for. And, you know, what it's a little bit different than being rejected. If the federal government had rejected it, I think, mm-hmm. uh, you know, would have been a, a very, very difficult situation. But the fact that tech withdrew just shows you that the system's not really where it should be at, so, uh, especially on the, on the eve of a potential uh, decision.
1: Can you tell me more about that conversation with, uh, with the folks from tech this morning? What did that conversation sound like? Did they say anything about you know, the potential of maybe down the road?
0: Yeah, they're going to be taking a look at other investments in Alberta. So, you know, there's, uh, you know, it's it's never completely done. And the, there is a new process that's a little bit shorter timeline. But I think we need to make sure that the political environment is right. And that's, we spoke a little bit about that. You know, it's, uh, they don't want, they want a decision based on the merits of their, of their project, not a political, you know, they don't want to be in the middle of a political uh, firestorm, uh-huh. which is what it was turning into. Right on. So, uh, and they they were mainly just very thankful for our efforts to go down to Ottawa and really uh, try to promote the project. But and we I told them that uh, you know industry has an ally in this region. We're uh, we want our people to have jobs and we want uh, we want to see this kind of investment in the oil
1: sands. At City Council today um, in Fort McMurray, you were looking at making some moves, maybe a formal submission to Alberta's Fair Deal panel. Uh, following all this, is this exactly tied to it, and what does that look like?
0: Yeah, it's not uh, directly tied to the tech uh, decision, but it is, uh, it's in part connected to making sure that the rest of Canada understands our contribution and what we are doing. So uh, it's a, the motion has several parts. Uh, two of the key parts is that we would go to Toronto during a large conference where there's uh, municipal leaders from across Canada who attend. And what we suggested is that the province should also go to that conference and set up a booth or a uh, hospitality suite and really promote all the benefits that every canadian receives from the oil sands and and every province Uh, we did that in quebec last year as a municipality our municipality went to quebec and we really promoted the oil sands and what we found is that a lot of people we talked to had no idea of all the people from Quebec that were benefiting from the oil sands and how many people are actually uh, getting jobs and receiving an income and how many uh, you know products we receive from Quebec. So it was very revealing. So that's one part of the suggestion. The other part of the suggestion is that Alberta should take a hard look at the, at the tax regulations that we have for provincial taxes. We as Albertans are, in a sense, subsidizing other regions and the people from other regions who come to Alberta because if they can write off the amount that it takes to fly somebody in from Quebec or from Ontario, then that's really something that's a subsidy that's being paid by Albertans. Uh, You know, we should take a hard look at the tax rules that we have in place and uh, see if that makes sense. Uh, I don't think Albertans would be very pleased if they thought about it that way to realize that we are in fact... You know, uh, in a sense, uh, you know, giving an incentive to companies to employ people from other parts of Canada. And those same other parts of Canada don't necessarily support oil sands. Uh, the way that i would like to see them support us
1: mayor scott uh, a number of uh, comments following uh, the decision by uh, uh by a frontier saying uh am just you know people talking on the streets in fort mcmurray a lot of folks saying you know the town can't survive without investment first we're going to see mom and pop companies that will be wiped out if no new projects are approved it's going to be a disaster here is it going to be a disaster there
0: no we 're going to be just fine we 've got billion dollar industries in our backyard and there 's not many regions in uh in Canada that can <laughs> say that so we 're uh, we 're fine it was It was going to be a you know a, a real boost to give us some momentum going forward but there's going to be other projects and uh, you know we're we 're going to be in fine shape, so we 're still a great place to invest a very affordable place to live. And uh, businesses are still opening here. Uh, we just got a brand new feeder not that long ago. Awesome. so it's, uh, You know, there's lots happening up here, lots of activity.
1: Mayor Don Scott, uh, the mayor of the regional municipality of Wood Buffalo, joining us this afternoon. I look forward to chatting with you again sometime soon in the f- in the future.
0: Absolutely and all the best to your listeners.
1: Mayor Don Scott out of uh, Wood Buffalo, the municipality of Wood Buffalo today uh, chiming in uh, his thoughts on uh, the frontier uh, the tech frontier mine and their decision. Interesting uh, to hear him say that he was on the phone with them this morning and that tech still according to his conversation still believes in Alberta. It'll be interesting to see In the upcoming speech from the throne this afternoon, um, what the province has in plans for the energy, what it has in store, what it has planned for the energy sector. We'll hear that starting in just about an hour's time. Again, the uh, speech from the throne, usually they say it starts at around three o'clock by by the time the uh, pomp and ceremony is over and done with, usually closer to about 3:15, we'll take it to uh, we'll take you uh, live to that. So interesting today that the Canadian Chamber of Commerce uh, made some comments today, put out uh, a news release about Tech's decision to withdraw the uh, Frontier Mine from the approval process, and uh, Perrin Beattie, who is the the head of the Canadian uh, chamber of commerce said quote Canada urgently needs to find common ground on how its climate policy balances with its broader commitment to support resource development and we've been hearing that a lot over the past 24 hours um, it says the tech frontier mine a project 10 years in the making joins the long list of resource projects let down by our regulatory system and if you want to see that list there was a great article I think it was today in uh, the financial post uh, that outlined uh, outlined them all. Um, Beatty goes on to say without serious improvement it will not be the the last so how do we make that improvement how do we get an understanding on these projects how do we move forward to continue to access the resource that is in the ground while balancing the concerns about climate change Some folks today saying that it's a lack of leadership. It's a lack of leadership at all levels. And depending on where you stand on, you know, what side you're on, um, you may agree or you might disagree or you just might be pointing to the other side.